whatever it takes I know I can make it through A Degrassi Podcast With Kelsey and Holland too I know I can make it through Hi, and welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we're talking about season 10, episodes 5 and 6, 99 Problems. And Kelsey, will you please read us the Degrassi wiki summary? Sure. I am ready for that. Okay. Let's do this. Riley competes against 11th grader rookie Drew for the first quarterback position on the football team. Zane also signs up to join the team, much to Riley's discomfort. However, Drew overhears Riley and Zane in the gym talking about Riley's sexuality, and Drew then threatens to tell the whole team about it unless Riley backs down from competing for quarterback. Allie tries out for the power squad to be in the popular crowd, but finds out how tough Shantae is. After she doesn't make it, she becomes upset, until Claire suggests she starts a club of her own. Meanwhile, Casey is becoming more popular with the girls after joining the football team, and triggers his girlfriend Jenna's jealousy. Note, first appearance of Marisol Lewis and Owen Milligan. They both seem fun. Okay, (laughs) part two. Riley and Owen play a prank on Drew by tying him to the school's flagpole in his underwear. Drew does not tell anyone who it was, even though he knew, in order to have another thing over Riley, in order to get the starting quarterback. Who is writing this? Okay. It's a wiki. (laughs) Editing. All right. Allie makes a dance crew for the popularity. Great. (laughs) However... (laughs) (laughs) however her plan to create her own dance crew backfires leaving her alone meanwhile jenna looks at casey's phone fearing that he was talking to other girls and finds out that casey's mother is trying to get a hold of him now that she's out of prison just really sums everything up for us there (laughs) my god um all right well the episode is called 99 problems which is a 2004 song by jay-z is it really from 2004 I guess. Interesting. Seems like it'd be older than that. Um, but I mean, I guess Riley's got 99 problems and the bitch definitely isn't one because he's gay. <laughs> well, all right. I take issue with this because I love this song. I know all the words to this song. And the song isn't about women. Like, one of the lyrics is like, oh, God, what is it? Um, um not a bitch in the sense of uh, fuck what is it he basically is saying like a bitch is someone who's like acting like a bitch but not necessarily is a woman okay i I wasn't implying that it was about women i know but i'm just saying a lot of it's often interpreted as like no girl bitches ain't problems because i'm the man yeah no he's talking about more like dudes who are acting like bitches great i don't know it's, it's a, a different kind of problem. It's a different kind of problem. And Drew was acting like a bitch. So Riley kind of does have a bitch problem. That's true. But he, yeah, he's got so many problems because he's still closeted. He wants to be the quarterback. Drew is on his case about it. I mean, it really only sounds like three problems. Yeah, I don't know. He's but got it, three problems. But to Riley, it seems like so much. Yeah, he's um, got a few problems. I don't know. Everybody and has problems. Bitches are at least one of them. Um, all right. Yeah, sure. I guess it works. Sure. But the episode starts with Riley and Zane doing, like, flirty push-ups together in the park, and they're very cute. But Riley, And so public, and I love it. 
But Riley's still very closeted. <laughs> I know. Because he's like, it's school starting now. Like, gotta pretend we don't know each other he until says, after football season. He says over. back to normal, which is a bummer. Yeah. But they're still so cute. They're so cute. And Zayn is hot. It's like crazy hot. Um, should we do fashion police? Because I just yeah. came across my first one. Riley's hair is a lot. It's, <laughs> it's the most. It's very long again. Um, Allie is wearing the most mismatched crazy outfit, and Jenna's vest is super ugly. Ugh, Jenna and her vests. Why? I don't know. Jenna has a lot of fashion notes for me here. Keep going. Um, Riley's wearing puka shells at one point, which is a good is. time. Um, let me see. So, um, Allie and Darcy's spirit squad outfit is an interesting choice. <laughs> Also, it was nice bringing that back, though. Yeah, but also I don't think that it was actually Darcy's. Um, I mean, I'm sure that it was like in the reality of the show, but I don't think in the reality of real life. Um, <laughs> OK, <laughs> I don't know. At one point, Jenna is wearing like a hippy dippy headband and oh, I hated the headband it. It's so stupid. I hate the headband. And she's also wearing like ripped jeans and like a purple velvet jacket. It's not good. None of it's good. Realizing I don't have a lot of fashion notes. Jenna is wearing one earring. Oh my god. Just one. Just one giant star earring. Um, Allie's wearing... Leggings as pants. She does. She's also wearing shoes that are not great for dancing. (laughs) No, they're just like straight up heels. I don't have any more. (laughs) I don't think I do either. Hold on. Nope, that's it. Um, but yeah, but then we're at school and Allie's jealous of Jenna because she's experiencing all the wonders of high school because she's on the power squad and Allie wants to try out for it, even though she doesn't have any experience and it's maybe too late, <laughs> but and also like doesn't really have any interest of actually cheering. She literally just wants to be popular. That's her own. She needs her own group. She's like, all right, you have a group. Okay. You just don't like your group. Um, but then Drew is talking to Riley, I guess. I'm still confused about how he's not gay, but I don't know. Riley says something like, Degrassi girls are classy girls. Yeah. Also, we find out that Drew came to Degrassi just to play football, which... Which makes no sense. No. That makes no sense at all. Zero. Because Degrassi's football team is literally like a year old. (laughs) They're like nothing. I don't know. I don't understand. I don't know. And then we see that Zane is going to try out to be kicker. And Riley is scared about people finding out about him and Zane because of that. Um, but that. And he's like talking to, he's like introducing Zane to Drew. And it's like, and Zane's in my algebra class. And it's like, oh, Riley. Oh, Riley. It's a bummer. It's a real bummer to behold. And then we're in like economics class and Riley's explaining some theory to Drew by using girls as examples and it's kind of gross. It's extremely gross and also he mentions when he dated Fiona which is hilarious but fine whatever you dated her. And then we find out that Drew is this is when we find out that Drew is Riley's like QB competition and Riley begins to be threatened by it. Yep. Riley has competition. Um and then, like, it's so awkward. <laughs> Allie is just, like, sitting in on, like, Power Squad talking at lunch and, like, keeps chiming in. Also, apparently they have a date a cheerleader auction, which feels like it should not be allowed. Yeah, probably not. Definitely not in a high school, like, 
thing. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. And, yeah, and Allie's just trying way too hard. She's just, like, kind of, like, chiming in whenever Shantae says something. And Shantae's like, what are you, what, uh, why are you here? He's like, I want to try out. It's not too late, right? Shantae's like, it's been, like, five days, but I guess. And you do my bidding first. Just bring me a skinny latte and a something to practice. And she says a pack of spearmint gum. But she pauses <laughs> after pack. And I was like, is she going to ask for cigarettes from this child? <laughs> <laughs> is Shantae like edgier than we thought? She's not. She no, just wants a pack of she gum. Wants gum and a skinny latte. Um, Don't we all? And then Casey. Then when this is then we find out that Casey is also trying out for the football team which like like i don't know coach armstrong is like you have to try out and i'm like is he even good at football why why are we insisting that casey try out we don't know anything about his football abilities he's like kind of fine at basketball i don't know i have no idea and then gross is this owen is like calling zane they're in the locker room and he's like calling zane a princess and putting on like a gross really offensive voice yeah i hate it i hate it fun of uh zane but he like zane like claps the fuck back yeah he's awesome the whole time fuck you and because zane doesn't give a shit and then i think drew is like being nice and he's like i don't care that he's gay but then he's like but then i think he like turns around and is like but everyone's gonna care la 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 i don't know i think he says something offensive he says something he's like He's like, he's like, I don't care if he's gay or not. He's like, but I feel like the other teams are going to, like, be weird when they find out that our kicker kisses dudes. Right. Which, like, whatever. Fuck you. The other team is not going to know, and also who gives a shit. Yeah. Like, how much is the other team, like, studying the personal lives of each member of, like, especially, like, the kicker? Who gives a shit about the kicker? Nobody. Um, but then we're at Spirit Squad tryouts or Power Squad or whatever the fuck it's called now. And Shantae is like, keep it crisp, keep it sharp, keep it Shantae. And then this is when Allie walks in and Darcy's, like, borrowed old Spirit Squad uniform. And Shantae calls it retro in, like, a real bitchy move. (laughs) She's like, okay, what are you wearing? Sure. And then, like, proceeds with the audition. And Allie is bad. Yeah, she's not great. And But also, she, like, doesn't know the routine. I mean... But also, like, I mean, I feel like if you're, like, a fairly experienced dancer, you can kind of follow along. But she doesn't, like, get it right away because she doesn't know. She's never watched them do it before. Exactly. But it's also, like, she just decided to do this on a whim after trial started, like, last week. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But it's... She's just it's, unprepared. It, she's unprepared. Also, Shantae has a whole bunch of attitude about Spirit Squad for... Or Power Squad, sorry. For someone who, like, really lucked into her role. Seriously. Like, literally everyone graduated or quit or, like, or was kicked off. off. Yeah. Um, but if we know anything about Shantae, if she has any kind of power, she's just going to take it and run with it. Um, but then Drew is eavesdropping on Riley and Zane, who are talking in the gym. And it kind of is coming out that they have been romantic with each other and Riley's freaking out about him being on the team because he doesn't want anyone to find out and Zane is such a sweetie pie and Riley's being so stupid and gross to him because he's scared about coming out and it's sad Drew was super eavesdropping throughout the whole thing um 
And then we're with Shantae and Allie, and Shantae's like, here, let me help you. Come on, whatever. Which is nice of her. It's very nice of her. Also, Allie's like, I just want your life. Which, like, I... So I guess Shantae is popular and cool. Is that what I'm meant to be following? Yeah, I mean, she's on Power Squad and runs the anti-grapevine and I guess is just, like, she must be, she has to be a senior at this point. It is probably, like, nobody cool is left, so now it's just Shantae. It's true. (laughs) It's actually true. Um, Yeah, she really is here forever, it's insane. It's kind of ridiculous. Um, but then... But we, she's growing on me. Yeah. I mean, I don't hate her. She's fine. And then we're with the team again. And Drew is like, we should do team bonding. We should have a barbecue. Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, okay, cool. And then oh, and he's, he's like, like... And you need to bring a date. He's like, don't forget to bring a date. Who brings a date to tailgating? No, that's not like a date thing. No. Anyway, then we're at the group home, and Todd is proud of Casey for grades, and I don't care. But Todd is nice. I wrote, I was, I wrote, Casey has a nice um, group home dad. True. I don't know if that's what it's called, but he seems (laughs) like a dad. Group home person. Group home dad. Um, and then, oh, and then we find out that Allie didn't make the squad because obviously, duh. And then she says to Shantae, "Well, what am I gonna? Who am I gonna hang out with now?" And Shantae just goes, "Honey, that's not my problem." Yeah. <laughs> which is maybe the most I've ever liked Shantae. And Allie's like, "Why didn't you let me on the team? Like you worked with me." And Shantae's like, "There were twenty three people who tried out, and there were only five spots available. Like, like I can't have everybody on the team, and you showed up late. Like, calm down." And, like, I'm not also giving out pity spots for exactly. the five open spots. Right. Shantae wants to win. But also... Shantae is arguably the person who's taken Spirit Squad the most seriously since Paige. It's true. Who didn't even take it that seriously. Taking That's it the true. Mo- taking it the Actually, most serious seriously since Manny, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Manny or Darcy? I don't know. No but one's- then Darcy fell off, too. Well, extenuating. I mean, she went through some shit, but... Yeah. And then Mia didn't know what the fuck she was doing. Well, yeah, because so. they just, like, plopped her in there. Yeah. They're like, you're a model. Sure. <laughs> um, All right. And then... But they did just, like, float Jenna on the team as soon as she dated Dave. Is that really... Oh, is that really why that she was on the team? Yeah. Oh, so Remember weird. that? That it's was weird. It's social politics, I guess. I have no idea. I don't know. It's weird and dumb. And then we're at the... um. The barbecue tailgate thing, and Riley brought some. I who I thought was just some random Spirit Squad member, Marisol, to the barbecue, but I guess she comes back and she's going to be a bigger character. He brought Marisol to the barbecue, and doesn't know her name. Nope, <laughs> I think he called her Maribel. I don't even remember. And then Drew was kind of making some insinuations like he thinks he knows that he's gay and Riley's yeah. like, stop joking or something. Yeah, well, he, he immediately, no, it, it's around then. He like immediately forgets Marisol's name and then she <laughs> kind of storms off and then he and Zane like kind of say hi and make eyes at each other. And um, oh, right. he's like, it's so hard to keep all those girls' names like, you know, remember all of them. And then um, what's his name? Drew. <laughs> Um, he says, oh, God, where is it? I lost it. He's like, oh, you oh. don't have the same problem with boys' names, though, Yeah, right? that's it. He says, you sure don't seem to have a problem remembering boys' names. And then he's yeah. like, you and Zane keep looking at each other. He's like, shut up. Pretty Dab much. It. 
pretty much. That's... You're gay. <laughs> <laughs> kind of does, though. <laughs> and then... And then Jenna appears with her dumb headband. And is threatened by Casey's new football popularity because now all the girls are over, are over him. And one of the... Some for some reason. And one of the girls is like, nobody can resist a football star, which, like, mm, beg to differ. Also... <laughs> He's not a football star yet. He's not he's, even on the team yet. He's just like a guy at this point. He's <laughs> trying out for the football team. Like, we're not just like all latching on. Like, what would happen if he didn't make it? <laughs> I think they'd stop paying attention to him. Probably. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Is it kind of like getting in before he becomes popular? Like dating a SoundCloud rapper before he's like actually doing things? <laughs> I mean, maybe it's like an investment in their future. Who the fuck knows? I don't know. Um, and then... I keep bumping my mic. I'm sorry. But then we're with Allie, and she's like, I need my own group. And she's like complaining to Claire about it. And she's she's and- like, I don't fit anywhere. And Claire's like, try again this time with more words. Claire <laughs> is very sassy this I episode. Claire. I love Claire. And she's also like, you can't expect instant friends. You have to work at making new friends, Allie. <laughs> And then she says, oh, what do you she- do when life gives you lemons? And Allie goes, throw them at Shantae. Yeah. And Allie is like, I want people to go to football games with and da, da, da. And Claire can't go with her because she has like yearbook or something. And then Claire Allie- keeps busy. And then Allie is like, I'll start a dance club to like crush the spirit squad or whatever. And Claire's like, yeah, OK, sure. And Allie lives for revenge plots. That's all she does. She needs to have a revenge club because that's all <laughs> she fucking does. Seriously. Um, but then we find out Casey gave Marisol his phone number because she was like making a contact list or something. And Jenna's like, oh, boy, you believe that shit. And also she says that girl collects boys numbers like other people collect ringtones. Who's collecting ringtones? <laughs> I don't know. Was that a thing in 2010? I don't. I don't Actually, think maybe so. Maybe, didn't you, you used to like Bluetooth like ringtones back and forth between you and your friends' phones? I did not. Also, did you didn't do that? No. Also, in 2010, I was a sophomore in college. <laughs> well, I was starting my freshman year. Maybe not 2010, but like definitely in high school. I don't think I had anything that involved Bluetooth in high school. You could Bluetooth, like, on your Razor phones and stuff, you could Bluetooth and, like, share ringtones that you probably had downloaded illegally onto your phone with other people. I never did that. Really? I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, my God. No, I definitely did. That was definitely a thing. (laughs) I don't... That was... Because you didn't... Because you didn't want to pay for, like, ringtones, so you would just trade them with friends so you could just, like, collect more. That's a thing. I think it's it was a thing. Okay. <laughs> I believe you. I just, that was never an experience that I had. It was maybe more middle school and early high school, but it was definitely a thing. I, I don't, at 2010, I don't know if it was still a thing. I definitely didn't have a phone capable of Bluetooth until like college. Really? Yeah. I you did. You just didn't realize it. No, I like. my dinky Motorola phone had Bluetooth. Oh, I maybe just didn't know how to use it. But yeah. I really, I didn't have, like, my first, like, smartphone was, like, a BlackBerry Torch in 2011. It did not need to be a smartphone to have the Bluetooth feature. Because I definitely used it on, like, Motorola phones. I definitely did not know how to do that then. <laughs> also, yet another episode where we have gone on Let's for several minutes about <laughs> cell phones in the mid-aughts. It's true. That's true. Yeah. Oh, um, my God. I really want to find some of my old phones and, like, just see, like, the photos that are on them. 
<laughs> I feel like that would be entertaining. Anyway, um, oh yeah, because like Casey and Jen are like trying to make out on the steps, but his phone keeps ringing, and also she's like, like, "Dude, Ugh. who keeps their ringer on? What are you doing?" That this is back when you probably this is back when you had ringtones and you wanted to have the ringer on. That's true. <laughs> that is true. Um. And then the only time I have my ringer on is when I'm like expecting a delivery man to call me. <laughs> yeah, even then I just like keep it by me because my phone's just always on vibrate. So I don't know. Then Zane has had it with Riley's bullshit, but I don't really remember what is happening. Yeah. Okay, at the barbecue still oh, oh no, no. oh they're at the barbecue and zane and riley basically break up and yeah. then drew comes over and riley's like you have to stop joking man and then drew's like i'm not joking he basically is like i'm gonna out you if you don't give like, me the quarterback spot and now he's blackmailing him and i'm like yeah and then because he's a dick riley starts planning something sneaky with owen and hazing related and that's the end of part one but then part two starts with them taping drew to a flagpole <laughs> Oh, hazing. All right, cool, fun. Is that a thing that happens in high school sports? I have no idea. (laughs) All right. You would have to ask someone who did, like, more masculine high school sports than I did. It wasn't a thing for girls' soccer, I'll tell you that much. All right. Um, But, yeah, and then we find out that Allie is starting a dance crew club and calling it the big d dance crew which i don't understand what I that means or where either. that even came from oh, I is it because no it's degrassi i don't know i like literally just realized i don't know does big d mean degrassi i don't know i don't know and she tries to get new alex on the dance team bianca sure yeah she's like courting bianca to be on the club i've been calling her new alex throughout all of my notes because i couldn't remember her name um, but she becomes intrigued as soon as Allie's like, you can get out of class early, which I don't think that's allowed. Eh, I mean, I think it's a thing when you like have a game for sports, but I don't think that's a thing for clubs. So I don't know. I don't know. But Drew's mom then comes in all tiger mom and is oh, like, yeah. she, she is, shit. she is going like, to lay, was she's going to lay down the smackdown. I get that we're not supposed to like her the way that we're, they're painting her, but also I think she's kind of a badass. <laughs> yeah, but also Drew isn't routing anybody out because. Yeah, and I was like, are they cool now? But no, they're not. They're not cool now. I don't know. And then like Allie starts up her dance club and everyone's just kind of like dancing in like wherever the fuck they are it's so weird what is this club is it just a place where they go to dance are they going to choreograph anything i don't understand i don't know and then bianca Bianca fucking comes in with her like hip-hop moves she just comes in and lays it all out there she just a pussycat doll she does she's good she's pretty good and ali's like whatever that is i want to learn how to do it we all need to look like that and then Casey's just letting Marisol fawn like Casey comes into like the cafeteria is like sorry I was doing something with Marisol she wouldn't let me leave blah 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 but I'm like okay you're kind of letting her do this but whatever yeah because Casey never changes nope he did this before with Claire like and then like he leaves his phone at the table and Jenna goes through it and discovers that Casey's mom has been calling him nonstop, and she's a big fat snoop pretty much um 
but then I don't remember what happens. But my next note is God drew. This is getting ridiculous. He's still a dick. Um, basically, Casey comes over and uh, not Casey. Wow. Um, Riley. Riley comes over and he's like, that was cool of you. Like, for not ratting me out. Thanks. And Drew's like, no, if if like there's n- there's a zero tolerance policy, like if it had come out, then like we wouldn't be able to play at all. Um, but now you double owe me and I, I don't give a shit if you're gay or not like you like, based on this now. I'm like you know I'm just double blackmail because he's right. a dick and then we're back at the dance club and mm-hmm. Bianca is just taken over and she's like rightfully so she's the only she's one who knows what she's doing exactly. and Allie's like eh, what's happening and Allie and is not wearing the right shoes for this no and then and Sav is still president because we hear him over the intercom. And Allie's like, cool, we'll all meet and go to the game together because now we're friends. And Bianca's like, no. She's like, no, we should practice. <laughs> and then Mr. Armstrong is with Riley and he tells him that he wants Riley to be captain. And he believes in him and it's very sweet. It's very sweet. Also, he gives no homework so that everyone can go to the game, which like is a nice abuse of power, but it still feels like an abuse of power. <laughs> um, but that and then Riley does has like a little montage where he looks at the old like football case or whatever and looks at all the old photos from last year. It's basically a Riley shrine. Everyone has so much hair. Yeah, and it's like, oh, remember last year when we did football? That one time. Um, and then we're with Jenna and Casey. And Casey's like, oh, I don't know where my phone is. And then it rings and Jenna still has it. And then she's like, oops, sorry, I went through it. Um, I called the number. I didn't say who I was, though. And Casey's like, no wonder I can't trust anybody. <laughs> Which Casey is, is just immediate dramatic, though. Yeah. And he's like, oh, my mom's out of jail. Wait, does he tell her this? No, not yet. yet. He okay. just doesn't talk he's to like, her. Ugh trust yeah which pretty is much. fair because she like fucking stole his phone but he's i also don't care about casey i do not give a shit about casey at all um then and we find out that Allie signed them up signed up the dance club to perform at the football game today which is insane um because have you seen them and also she's just being so dumb she's like yeah the whole and she's like doesn't matter if we're good it's just so that people see that i have a group of friends and they're like what <laughs> it doesn't she's, make any sense it doesn't. It's such a flawed plan. It's and crazy. They're like, what? And she's like, um, yeah. They're like, you just want popularity? And she's like, um, yeah, obviously that's the whole point. I want popularity and I want Drew or somebody like Drew to notice me and be my boyfriend or something like that. Her, she's, uh, I love Allie, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> I love her, but she also needs to be reined in sometimes. Seriously. And Bianca's like, that's a bad plan. I'm leaving. And then everybody else leaves after her because they're like, we're not ready. And we don't we're doing this to dance, not to like feed your ego. Exactly. Like they have every right to bail on her. Yeah, totally. Um, and then we find out who made what. Casey apparently is a good football player. He's a who wide knew? receiver now. And, and Zane Z- made the team. Yeah. And, and Drew high five, like double high fives him yeah. in the background, which I was like, OK, Um and then Riley made QB1. Yeah. And, and I wrote, yeah, suck it, Drew. Like, obviously. And then we find out that Casey's mom's out of jail and he doesn't want to see her. And that's kind of that whole conversation. Pretty much. I mean, Jenna's just trying to help, as is Jenna's way. But Jenna also snooped and betrayed his trust. And it's none of her goddamn business. Yeah. But, you know. And he's like, I don't want to talk about it. And... Drew's- it's a really good Casey. <laughs> Thank you. 
and Drew's mom is not giving up on this. She's like, okay, so my son got hazed and nothing is happening. And Armstrong is like, the investigation is ongoing. I don't really know what else to tell you. And then Drew is like talking to uh, Riley and is like, if I can't play, nobody can. Because Drew sucks. You're still on the fucking team, you idiot. You're a junior. Calm down. And then if I've learned anything from fantasy football this year, it's that fucking people get injured all the time. (laughs) Can we please just take a minute? I had Aaron Rodgers as my quarterback for so many weeks. And then in one fucking game a couple weeks ago, he snapped his collarbone in half like 30 seconds into the game. (laughs) There are no goddamn guarantees, Zane. That's what I'm saying. Um, He's not unbreakable. Yeah. And then Claire is going to the football game with Allie because she's like, I feel bad for you, but like, calm down. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, and then once they get to like the football game, Armstrong gets a phone call and finds out that the school board is investigating the thing. And so they can't play until they figure out what happened. Also, I love that they call him like as they're arriving at the thing. And then of course. Riley gets up to make a speech and you think he's going to come out. And I think he thinks he's going to come out. And then then he he stops and he just confesses to the hazing. But he doesn't bring anyone else down with him, which is nice. That's true. Even Um, though Owen's a dick and kind of deserves it. That is also true. Um, Also, I noticed they really upgraded the football field since last year. Well, they're playing at a different school. That's true, but it's like... They're the football field sh- like set or location that they have is much better than their like weird field last year. That is true. You mean their soccer field? Yeah. And then oh my god, then Allie. Oh Allie. Um. Then Sav because Sav like pulled strings because he's present to like have her perform, and poor Allie has to go out there by herself. And she's be- she kind of comes clean about being an asshole, and then she starts dancing by herself because. Like, Allie's just going to do Allie, which I mean, I love. which is why we love Allie. And her speech doesn't really suck. She's just kind of like, I'm a bad friend. I'm kind of a bad dancer. I'm a really bad club founder. <laughs> She's like, but I wanted to do something. So if you want to join me, why not? And then, like, Claire, Dave, and Wesley, like, go up and help her. And other people go up and dance with her. And everyone loves it. <laughs> For some reason. And some chick in the audience has a Vuvuzela, and I'm confused by that. I don't. Well, this was like. That is true. Like, this was that summer. Yeah. Definitely that summer. That was that summer. Um, But yeah, they are good friends. Can I just say that this would not fly at my (laughs) high school? Like, there would not be that kind of support for the the weird girl (laughs) dancing alone. No. think that would happen at any school that would have been social suicide cruel that would have been social suicide that would not have been good no um and then we find out that riley has a five game suspension and that's kind of the end yeah and um he gives drew some water and he's like hydrate and drew's like sorry about what happened and riley's like no you're not and he's like no i'm not and then he like (laughs) goes to play and then he's talking to zane and zane's like you should be out there and he's like i will be and and he's like, well, he's, all of me will be out there one day. Or like yeah, like it's that. sweet because Zane's like, at least football, you should be out there. And he's like, hopefully, all of me can be out there sometime soon. And yeah. it's very sweet. It is cute. Oh, I just want good things for Riley and Zane. I just want their love to be out in the open and accepted and be beautiful. Right? That's all I want. Um. 
but that's the end of the episode. Um, so like we said last time, we're not doing YouTube comments anymore because there's just too many spoilers in there now. Yeah, it's kind um, of ruining. But Spirit Squad captain of the episode. I'm going Riley. Riley, I guess. Yeah. With a second to Claire. Claire. Yeah. 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 I don't care about Casey and Jenna. No, I will never care about Casey and Jenna. Um, ship is obviously Riley and Zane. Duh, forever. Um, moral. Don't fucking blackmail people emotionally or otherwise. Seriously. Um, be okay with yourself, Riley. Um, don't steal your boyfriend's phone and snoop. I don't know. I have nothing for Allie. Allie. Get it together. Don't try to manipulate people into, like, boosting your social status. (laughs) That's a very specific moral. (laughs) It's, like, super alley specific. You have to work hard to make friends, and it has to be, like, a two-way deal. It has to be authentic. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Um, Grapevine, I know we have two emails. The first one is from... Brianna and it's uh Brianna Brianna I don't know how you pronounce it um and then this says yes queens <laughs> because you both live in Brooklyn and since many of your listeners refer to you as queens this automatically makes me think of Broad City which is another show I love but not nearly as much as my long-standing love for Degrassi I tend to listen to a lot of crime podcasts such as Serial, Breakdown, and Sword and Scale to name a few Back in July of this year, I was looking for something lighter to listen to during my commute to work and on runs, as crime podcasts on runs can be a bit spooky. I second that. I came across your podcast and have been binging ever since, though I must say I apparently have been listening at a much slower rate than your other listeners, as I just started on Season 8, Episode 1 this morning. I live in Phoenix, Arizona, and I'm fortunate enough that I'm close to work, so I'll blame it on minimal time in the car, with the fact that it's still 90 degrees. And finally, nice enough to run only at night. That sounds like a nightmare. I would never, I would never, no offense, but I would never want to live in Arizona. It's hot there all the time. Holland has problems with the heat. No, like, She's more no. of a cold weather lady. 90 degrees in November? Are you fucking kidding me? See, that does not sound like the worst. Bye as fuck. <laughs> in any case, I just wanted to write in and say how much I really enjoy your podcast. I force my husband to listen occasionally to the episodes when you have men co-hosting. He can really relate to how they have no connection to the characters, unlike the two of you and myself, who are emotionally invested in their lives as if they are real people. I think Sean is pretty invested, though. Sean is super invested. <laughs> Sean will send me updates about his Degrassi watching. <laughs> my background with Degrassi is probably the same as many of your other listeners. Found this show on the end, got obsessed, end of story. I was obsessed with Craig, Sean, and later in the series, JT, as far as hotness goes, and fell off the same times as both you in regards to starting college, etc. One thing I never understood about the original Next Generation cast is how they all dated each other. Yes, I realize this is par for the course with most sitcoms, especially the teen drama, but for the most part, Degrassi was more real on actual issues, so I always wish there was more drama around dating your friend's friends, because at least at my school, there are way more fights because of that. I'm trying to think. I know my friend group was very incestuous in, like, the terms of, like, everybody dated everybody. Mine too. But I don't really remember it being too dramatic. 
Or if it was, it was only dramatic for like five seconds and then people got over it because it was just so par for the course. Pretty much, yeah. Um, but I don't know. I did want to share something that admittedly I tried selling on eBay, but there were no takers. Back in my freshman year of high school, which would have been in 2005, go class of 2009, I wrote in to the director of Degrassi asking for advice for an, for an, inspi- for an aspiring youngin who wanted to get into the film industry. Sad to report, I am adver- I'm in advertising. Hashtag sellout. Nevertheless, he replied with a 10-page handwritten letter about following my dreams, which my mom still has. Otherwise, I would send pictures. He also included two autographed photos of the cast from season four, I believe. I really thought it might have been worth something since Drake signed it, Aubrey Graham, but no bitters. Why would you sell that, though? Like, I, I would keep that forever. Treasure it. Like, frame it, hang it up. Send it to us. She sent photos. She sent photos of it to us, and it's amazing. Um, all in all, I wanted to reach out and say I love what you guys do, and we'll stick with you both through next class. Admittedly, I haven't been rewatching it because I did originally, but I will need to start because there are names of people that you're saying now, and I have no idea what they look like. I.e., Bruce the Moose. <laughs> P.S. I really relate to Holland. I had to tell you that. I was the girl that planned when my friend's parents were out of town and both her and I got drunk together before I started college because I was that big of a nerd and didn't want to start Arizona State University, huge party school, without knowing what that was like. Also, stories about going to all the school dances I can relate to as well. Arizona has a large Mormon population, and though I wasn't Mormon, I had friends that were and got dragged along to their Friday night dances at church. (laughs) Amazing. My town actually had a really large Mormon population too, but they all only hung out with each other because they were only like allowed to date each other. So I was never in that kind of crowd. But I did have friends who went to ASU though, so cool. But that's it. Thank you. And she sent us photos of the autographs and I'm in love with them. But thanks for that, Brianna Brianna. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. And I think Arizona sounds great. So, I don't know. Holland has an aversion to heat, like, in general. Why would you want to be sweating, ever? I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) We have an email from Catherine. Okay. Uh, It's so much love plus Toronto tidbits. Sorry. (coughs) throat noises (laughs) weird throat thing happening all right gross anyway hey queens i found your podcast a few months ago during a degrassi rewatch powered through your reps to catch up as soon as possible which happened much quicker than i liked i'm really enjoying and loving hearing your experiences with the show and your life experiences i'm going through your season six and seven episodes again crying hard during that god-awful show opening as a native (laughs) the best (laughs) it's so good as a native torontonian I think I'm getting that right. All right. I have a few fun notes about some things that happened in your episodes that you were unsure of or just tidbits you might be unaware of. I'm so excited. Hashtag maybe it's different. Hashtag maybe it's different. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's our T-shirt, by the way. (laughs) Hashtag maybe it's different. Um, Club Zanzibar, where Alex started working in season six, Don't You Want Me, is a real bar slash nightclub in Toronto that has been around since the 60s and is still open. We need to go to Club Zanzibar. (laughs) Toronto has a very large public transit transit system with buses streetcars and subways which you mentioned being unaware of when Paige was looking for a place on the subway line in season six in the season eight episodes lost in love the very weird accent you hear for the from the symposium registrar is scottish i only know this as the actor went to my high school and we had a band together oh my God. that's so cool okay 
Um, all the universities that appear in the show are based on universities in Toronto. Toronto U is the University of Toronto, Smithdale is York University, and Banting is Queen's University, which is in Kingston, Ontario. I did not know any of that. That's cool. Yeah. Um, Degrassi Takes Manhattan was a super enjoyable episode for me, as are most of them. I really love when you have Cody Kepling are on as a guest. As it was supposed to be in Manhattan, you two were in familiar territory. All the anecdotes and actual information was helpful and enjoyable. The obvious unenjoyable factor was the wedding. Agreed. Uh, Don't even get me started. I can't wait for you two to get started with season 10 and introduced to some of my favorite characters like Adam, Bianca, and Eli and some interesting storylines. We're pretty excited. Um, I do hope you can get a trip to Toronto in. I recommend late spring or early summer. The city's vibrant and you can cross some Degrassi landmarks off your map. Degrassi Street itself is a very small residential street in Riverdale as you mentioned wanting to go visit it. I'm telling you, it's, we're going to do like, we're going to do a Toronto trip. It's going to be heavily Instagrammed. Um, maybe next summer. <laughs> or early spring. Or, I hear it's lovely. Um, I'm ready. Um, thank you so much for the podcast and putting out two episodes a week. You both have very lovely voices that are pleasant to listen to. Thank you. Thanks. I'm really hoping Holland cut out the part where I couldn't clear my throat for 45 minutes. Um. I'll leave you off with a question. If you could make a Degrassi band, which characters would you pick and what style of music would they play? Much love from the North, Catherine. P.S. You said goodbye to Janie and the Studs featuring Peter Stone. It's the best band name. Too soon as, as the guitar opening from Hey California is here until the season 14 finale. Why? Fuck everything. Janie and the Studs featuring Peter Stone. It's bad. It's bad. Um. All right. So who would you make a Degrassi band with? Craig. Obviously. Paige. Spinner. Yeah. He could be drums. He can be drums. I think that's all I'd want. Oh, my God. Just Paige, Spinner, and Craig. And yeah. Dan. Yeah. That would be kind of, like, just, like, Craig on guitar and, like, Paige on bass, Spinner on drums, and Craig and Paige can, like, both be singers. Yeah. I'm into it. Yeah. That's all I want, you guys. <laughs> that's all I want. I just want that trio. What would their name be? Ooh. I need to think. PCS? Because <laughs> it's just all of their initials. I mean. Or it could still be PMS and it's like Craig, like it's like Paige Manning Spinner. I mean, yeah, I think, I think just keep it the classic <laughs> PMS is great. Or, or Paige Michael Chuck and the Sex Kittens. Spinner and Craig are Oh, the sex my God. Kittens. That's even better. I'm so here for that. All right. That's it. It's decided. Paige Michael Chuck. Just with Paige, uh, Craig, and Spinner. Yeah. No, it's perfect. I love it. I'm very excited. What kind of music would they play? Not reggae. Not reggae. I think that they would have, like, a cool, like, pop punk yeah. vibe. Like, alternative rocky but maybe with more poppy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like sure. just like a fun pop punk, Zoloft the Rock and Roll Destroyer type of band. There you go. Cool. Cool. Into it. <laughs> you guys, listen to Zoloft the Rock and Roll Destroyer. I don't think they exist anymore, but they were good. <laughs> um. All right. That's all we have for Grapevine today. If you would like to be featured on our Grapevine segment, you can tweet at us at DegrassiPod or on Instagram at DegrassiPod. You can email us at whatever it takes podcast at gmail.com or on Tumblr, whatever it takes podcast.tumblr.com. You can listen to us pretty much anywhere. But if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you could rate, review, and subscribe, that would be super cool. 
And if you leave us a review, we will make up a Degrassi-inspired fanfiction for you on the show. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Holland Tacular. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Kelsucks with a Z at the end. And Holland, what do you want to recommend? Um, I don't know if I have recommended this podcast before, but I just kind of started re-listening to it. But it's called Allison Rosen is your new best friend, and she interviews a lot of cool people. I think so I'm going to do that. I think she had Allie Ward on it recently, who I love. Cool. Um, I'm also recommending a podcast. It's called Young Charlie by Hollywood and Crime. It's uh, about Charles Manson. So it's obviously directly in my wheelhouse. <laughs> Perfect. Um, isn't he like really sick right now? He is. He's like on death's door. Yeah. Thank God. Interesting. I'm fa- like here. Here's my thing with Charles Manson. I have like a deep fascination for him and I'm very interested in everything Manson related. But also I know he's a garbage person and I'm like very open to him dying. I'm not going to be like <laughs> sad about it. I need to make that clarification that just because you're interested in a thing doesn't mean you approve of the thing. There you go. And on that note, <laughs> just that's here. all we have for today. Just just a little ending there for you. Um, thank you, as always, to Jay for our wonderful theme song. And thank all of you for listening. Goodbye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers.